Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what frets and I don't know my nose. But all I do is I'll look and I'll go, oh, I can go back there. And I'll look and I'll go, oh. Cookies, sugar, everyone has a sugar room. It's like wine. People have cellars for wine. Some have cellars for sugar. The sugar room is colorful, full of vintage candies and sweets and chocolates and beets and days and sips and sides. Then lays there on the floor in his wreckage, staring at the ceiling. Somehow the microphone stayed on the wall. He's laying on his back. He pushes himself gently across the rubble, the crumbs toward the amp. He gets to it, turns it on. Pushes his body over towards the wall, reaches the plug, positions his body under the mic, pulls the cable, the mic falls, hits him in the face, and he gets a call. It's Eo. Eo invites him over, wants to tell him about the book that they were talking about. Wants to show him some old comedy from the year 2000. It might help him. side of his door. On my way there, I got curious about the phone numbers. I was curious about the keys, the addresses, where do they go? I walked through the city, carrying the bag over my shoulder. The weight's getting to me. I see a payphone. I'm going to call one of the numbers. I put in a quarter. A dial. My brain begins to twist. Creak and crack. My mind is jittery. Looping. 
It's an answering machine. Hi, this is XYZ Construction. Call us whenever you need. Keep it zipped up. And I call another number. It's your remember diner. How can I help you? Speechless. I go back home. I'm not gonna drop the bag off. I think I'm gonna go to the party. The friend that he sent the claw toenail to messaged him. They're going to have a virtual meeting. But in the message, it said, There has been a leak of Cybes, that is lab chimeras, and they have been worked on and studied, and they need, and they need sugar. They're breaking into the sugar rooms and the sugar safes. They're violent when they don't get the sugar. That's the only worry. Didn't wonders if this has anything to do with the mist and thinking about his sugar room sugar room I had to do some work in LA a friend of mine and I were working on something there was a woman that wanted to work with us on something she invited us to her house her home was flat, but wide, no walls, glass everywhere. Some rooms didn't even have a roof. She leads us into this large space with not much furniture or anything in it, mostly plants, large plants. There's a couch, it's white, and another love seat that keeps glimmering of some sort of iridescent fabric. She asked us if we want any drinks. I'm not often one to drink a drink anymore from someone that I don't know that well. She goes and gets a drink for my friend and her. We sat down on the white couch. She comes back with three drinks. They were drinking their drink. I was just looking at mine. She offered a joint. I said, no, I have my own. I lit up, got really stoned. There's a coffee table. It's really low. On top of the coffee table is about 24 inches by 24 inches square and five to six inches high a book a giant book the book became the springboard for conversation very carefully she opened the large pages a fan blowing each time a page moved she was asking us questions about what we do I was more interested in what this is all about where are we It didn't seem like she lived here. There was some sort of mannequin in 
armor. There was a mace, a lot of hanging lights. During our conversation, my friend gets a call. He goes in the other room to take it. Once he does that, I look at her, and she locked these eyes on me. I almost couldn't escape. She was telling me something. Either it was good, or it was good. The glare or the glance or the lock sustained until my friend came back. He said, he has to go really quickly. He'll be right back. There's some sort of business to tend to with our project that we're working on. I look at him with eyes of... My eyes are telling my friend, please do not go. Do not leave me here. This doesn't feel right. It's a setup of some sort. This is a setup. I was wishing you could read my mind. As he was talking with her, I'm so sorry that I have to run, but I'll be right back. He asked me to finish his drink and my own. He says I better sip up. Wait a minute, I have to go grab something out of the car. You can't leave me here. This feels like a setup. He's saying you're just paranoid. You just smoked a joint. Go in there and chill and represent the project. You can do this. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just paranoid. Yeah. Uh, I go into the room where we were and she's not there. I start looking around the room, looking at objects and some of the sculptures, thinking something's up. I felt like uh, she was going to drug me or something. And I'm staring at this thing hanging from the ceiling. Uh-uh. A long fluorescent a piece of spit. If someone had a, a loogie of spit stretched out from the ceiling, you can almost bump your head into it. Your head would might, might caress the top of your head. But on the tip of it was a dart, like a blow dart. I look at this object that seems to... It has hairs coming off the end of it. The needle part is in the fluorescent goobery part hanging there. As I'm doing that, she comes in and she says, Oh, that's an idiotone. And I'm like, oh, cool. Ediodon. Nice. It's a poison dart. What kind of poison? I'm not sure what kind of poison. She says, I'm going to the kitchen. Come on in. I'm cautious. I follow her, keeping my eye out. Get to the kitchen and she starts sliding her feet on the tile floor with her socks it's really slippery she begins to stretch into yoga on the floor she got up and ate 
some pickles out of this plastic container. We were obviously flirting, but the smell of the pickles tweaked the whole situation. It put it in a different place. It didn't really match up these smells with this feeling ever before. She starts doing these poses that are, it was not easy to, to uh, stay focused. I'm trying to make jokes out of it all and be funny in some way to uh, curb the, the direction that she wanted it to go. Uh, this was business. I haven't taken off my jacket this whole time. I say something about putting peanut butter. I'm not sure why I did that. Somehow she took it seriously. She said, hold on, I'll be right back. She comes back in sweatpants and a small tank top. And she says, come up, come here. And she quickly grabs the uh, peanut butter. We go into this bedroom, really large bed, no walls, glass everywhere. It was nighttime, time, 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 black. You could see black, black, black the black. whole, uh, the whole city, the whole city. Bedroom, she takes her, she takes her, she takes her sweatpants off, and she's wearing a thong, a fluorescent pink, baby blue, thin stripes, thin stripes, and lays on the bed, opens the peanut butter, and sticks her finger in it, puts the finger in her mouth, licks off the peanut butter. And she said, uh, put it on my ass. And I, I said, okay. She handed me the peanut butter jar. Said, I have a story to tell you. And I said, all right. She said, but put the peanut butter on well. I'm telling you the story. She said, but put the peanut butter on well. I'm telling you the story. Put my fingers in the peanut butter and I put it on the higher part of her of her butt. Time stood still. It felt like an eternity to put the peanut butter on. people she would go to a bar and pick up a guy and bring him back to the house 
and the husband would look through the windows at the guy and his wife fooling around making out or whatever they're doing on the bed and it would infuriate him so much but turn him on at the same time and he would go in and they would do what they did to him and uh, he didn't exist anymore and they found that really uh, exciting he would come in they would they did they did various things to his they would do do it so as she's telling me the story i'm looking out the windows where we are and fear rushed rushed from the peanut butter straight into my entire body i i saw my friend coming back trying to find me and then them getting him too I now have peanut butter on my fingers, and I'm terrified. She and her lover would do. To get off. And I smell the peanut butter with pickles, perfume mixed with terror, all at once, to a moment of climax, mental gymnastics, to just stay focused. And then I see some lights shine, car lights. And it's my fault. Maybe this isn't paranoid thoughts. Just enjoy myself and have a good time. But maybe it was all settled. On his way to Eo's place, he takes the long way. He thinks to what he saw. His thought, lips, the saws, correcting and slicing, chiseling with awes. Perhaps he's skinning his ideas, messing around. The thought of bio-bio letting something in, perhaps something else has gotten into bio-bio through the mess of the studio. Oh, and by the way, The studio looks like his kitchen, living room, and bedroom. The only other rooms are the real kitchen, and the sugar room, and the bathroom. He sleeps wherever he wants. gets to her place. The doors look terrible. Rust, old stickers, mossy mold, rippity stole, like wombat feces, sabotat leases, all on the door edges, the handles crusted. I wave my hand in front of the sensor. Door opens. She knows I'm there. The smell I smell is of Fresh lavender, something perfect temperature air, the perfect air. The room lit perfectly, lit very comfortable, cozy. The room had a warm, warm tint to it, crisp, 
glowy, crisp, glowing, crisp, somehow clean. Io wasn't in the room yet. The door opened by itself from around the corner. Io says, I'll be out in a minute. I look around the room. I notice intricate objects, books everywhere, even on the floor, open to pages, with needle lights seeming to hold spots to go to later. I wonder where Io got all these needle lights. Io comes out and asks me if I would like anything. I said, yeah, sounds good. Okay, yeah. In my mind, I never know what to say when things like that happen. Io goes to the kitchen. I can see the kitchen from where I'm standing. Io has two bots as well, but they seem to be in the back room. I hear them. Io is changing every once in a while into this and that and that and this. Sometimes just the part. Whenever Io would get excited, they would change voice tones to express their feelings or the tone of the words somehow helping us understand the abstractions of their language to each other. It translates Tzitan Erios. Here's the book I wanted to show you. Eo brings a drink over. They sit down. This book will help you. I, Den's not sure if what they're sitting on is a bed seems specifically made for chimeras. This is the first time Den has been uh, in this long of a conversation with, with a chimera. Io sits, it's kind of long, similar to a couch, but hooked and curved ripples in it. There's rippled fabric, but as if there's foam underneath. There's a book on a floating table the book slides over. The table floats over a little closer to their knees. The book gets close to them, forcing them to lean in to see. It's rare to see this many books in a place. Io opens to the page that is her favorite. Io opens to the page that is intended for Den. Den can't help to notice the thin gold strands of hair, the smell of, of fruit. As Io flips to the next page, then gets a waft of horror. He controls a gag. It's the exact same smell that he smelled from the claw toenail. He gets a buzzing sensation through his body. Den looks at him. Io looks at Den, notices something. Is everything okay? Yeah, 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 everything's fine. Um, yes, yes, uh, yeah, uh, I just had this memory. Uh, I'm distracted. Um, uh, Io has a lunge, a, a glitching lunge action that, kinda, that moves. That moves. And shifts. A little away. They shift a little away from each other in shock. Almost. Of the smell. I think they both may smell it. Den is very distracted, and he's not sure if he should say anything. He's not sure if Io can smell it. He doesn't want to say anything or bring it up if it's not noticed. 
then asks if he can use the restroom. It's over on the corner near the block light. Then moseys on over. The smell is 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 um is so intense that it makes him nauseous, and he feels like he has to go. So he's thinking of how to uh, what to do. Luckily, Eo says, "I should probably get some rest. I really just wanted to lend you the book." It was kind of an easy way for them to both awkwardly see you at the open mic. Eo wants him to borrow the book. Eo puts it in a special container to protect it. Uh, Den's very thankful and awkwardly exits Eo's uh, apartment. He feels crushed and embarrassed and not sure. He's looping in his mind, circles and circles. As he's walking down the street, a waft of that smell comes through him. He's not sure if he's really smelling it or if it's a memory of the smell. See you at the open mic. He wants to get rid of the smell, so he pulls some Daler drops out, puts it in his mouth, feels relieved, grabs another, and he smells his fingers. The smell is on his fingers. What was it? Is it him? Does he have something on him that smells? He's feeling crushed. Maybe jokes will save him. I have the urge to call another number. So I did. It's a bar slash club of some sort. It's under a laundromat. It's called Pan. P-A-N. Pan. Hi, this is Pan Club. Please leave a message. If you have an extension, dial your extension. If you have an extension, dial it. Dial the extension. For DJ, extension 121. For Tip Tad Toe, extension 122. For the kitchen, extension 123. For Sierra, extension 111. For the pit, extension 273. For the water cup, extension S211. For the swimming pool, extension 001. For your mind, extension 181. For your soul, extension 000. For your gas, extension 22888. Yeah, yeah. Penguin shit. So, so where, where, where am I calling? 
Where, what am I calling? Like what place? What state? A pair of sunglasses <laughs> that have thousands and thousands of dry ants on them. Basically, the sunglasses. The, the the frame of the sunglasses look like they're made of thousands of ants. Penguin shit. Then you are going on a date? No, 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 it's not a date. Uh, I'm just going to look at some books. EO has a really big library, apparently. So, And this one's about jokes, probably to better my joke making. Then this is great. This could be a good thing for you. You can actually see someone and not stay here the whole time. Yeah, you're right. I will be social. How about this? Recharge. Relax. Do not clean this up. I have an idea. It's just an idea. We, we will clean it up at some point. But not yet. Okay, I will do that. Bio, bio, let's go. Bio, bio, please. Come on. Bio, bio, you must with me. Den is going. Den has a place to go to. He's going to go do his jokes. Bio Bio. No, you're not going this time. Bio Bio, stay here. He has a meeting to go to. He has a date to go to. It's not a date. Listen. Well, whatever it is, he's got to go somewhere. Please. Bio, let's go rest. I will play their favorite song, Bio. Music for you. Two, three, two.